Welcome, my friends, to Scrimey River, the MTG Advice Podcast. I'm Riley. I'm Dennis. And this is our 100... No, that's not it. What is it? It's our one-year anniversary. One-year anniversary. It's our one-year anniversary. It is a, a hair <laughs> over halfway to our 100th episode. I tell you what, we're close to 100 episodes in zero. That's true. That's yep. true. We've done it. And uh, we couldn't have done it without you, the listener. Oh, I guess that's I mean, not technically true. Yeah, in zero downloads, we can still publish the podcast. We still publish it, just screaming out there into the void, you know. Yeah, I mean, but I do that most evenings after dark anyway, so yeah. I, think I need another outlet for that in my life. It, it wouldn't be that different. Dennis, what have we learned over the last year? It's been It's been quite a wild ride. Um, I've learned that it is impossible for me to nail down a um, reliable time during the week when I can record a podcast with yes. you. Just totally out of the question. I've learned a lot of very uh, inventive and uh, useful ways to wrangle a fickle podcast co-host who refuses mm-hmm. to read show notes. I mean, I, I, I've learned to spin my refusal to prepare into a feature, not a bug. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. You've done pretty well in that regard. Like, you've, like even, even, oh, geez, I don't want to talk about the WAVs. The web situation. Oh, baby! Yes! Like, you've turned that, yeah, into a, into a, like, a bit rather than just something that's effortlessly frustrating. Yeah. Anyway, so, thank you everyone for listening to this, to the one year worth of nonsense that we've put out. Last week, we put out the signal for people to submit um, uh, voice clips, be they updates or uh, other messages or anything else that you wanted uh, you wanted to share with us for our one year yeah. anniversary. Right, Riley, we've done a lot of talking over the last year. It's time yeah. for us to do some listening. It's t- that's exactly it, Dennis. That's exactly it. Because both of us, as people I'm sure long-term listeners will Riley, know- Riley, we've done a lot of talking over this. <laughs> do basically no listening, even to each other on the yeah. show. So, um, mm-hmm. sorry, what were you saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, were you talking? No, 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 no. Oh, sorry. I'll, I'll go ahead. Um, so, we have- we've got a, So, we've got what a- we've done is basically people have submitted- <laughs> I'll actually- <laughs> <laughs> the bit's now becoming disruptive. You should go ahead. Uh, we've got a bunch of them. We've got a bunch of them. We're going to play them throughout the show. Um, we've got, uh, I mean, some, yeah, some incredible messages, some some funny ones, some heartfelt ones, some ones that are both. Dennis has listened to them. You're I not have. Gonna, it was necessary. It was necessary for Dennis to listen to them before. So, um, this isn't, Dennis is not coming in blind as he as he usually does. We do apologise if that impacts your enjoyment of the uh, of the show. We know that people crave that unprepared De- Dennis, Dennis content. reacts content. <laughs> well, that, I mean, that's kind of what some of them is because you can hear it. Like you, you know, Dennis will start reading a question and he'll be reading it like this as he reads through the text, and then he'll st- start going like this. What? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah. So doesn't have to fake it. You get that premium reacts uh, content. But right now, you're going to get some premium Riley reacts content. Dennis, why is that? Oh, because of the the specific encoding format of some of the submissions. I'm so annoyed by this. So in the event that we somehow don't know, I refuse to download the MP3 codec for Audacity to send Riley a normal sized MP3 for the podcast every week. And send I send them a big old fat wav. Yep. Because A, I was lazy, and then now it's just kind of funny. And I'm so happy that you, dear listeners, so many of you followed suit. Yep. Yep. Kicking things off here with Vamp Demigod who sent in an unnecessarily large web. Can I can I put things in perspective here Dennis? Yes. The 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 folder that contains all of these voice clips, right? Yes. is about 8 megabytes, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And Vamp Demigod's 15 second clip is 3 of them. Yeah, baby. Hate it. You know that you know that reminds me of? Go on. I think it's in Sonic the Hedgehog 2. It might even be in Sonic the Hedgehog 1. Yep. Some crazy percentage, like 40% of the whole ROM space, is the Sega at the start. 
Oh yes, yeah. I think we've talked about that before. It's the it's it's just that like. Sega. It's not even. A, I was going to say voice line. It's it's so crunchy as well. Like it's, of course it is. <laughs> Anyway, um, we didn't have to do the ad this week because no. Vamp, uh, Vamp Demigod has, um, has done it for us. Have a listen. Here we go. This week, Scramia River is brought to you by the idiots at Channel Fireball. Go to their site to get MTG cards sold at ridiculously low prices. And when you do go to ChannelFireball.com to essentially take money from these poor idiots, make sure to use coupon code SMAR. Just textbook ad read. Riley? Yeah. I've just been succumb i just succumbed to top 10 anime betrayals why how so so here we here's the deal you downloaded all these clips and you numbered them and put them in order so that we can play them in the podcast i did and then you put them on google drive and shared it with me so that we can listen to them together at the same time without it actually being on the recording so yep. that it but it still you know makes sense yes so i'm just playing them in google drive mm-hmm. google drive doesn't play wabs oh <laughs> oh <laughs> Sweet vindication! Oh, oh I was hoisted by my come own home to roost, Dennis. Oh man! Hoist I hit play on I, I got the audio <laughs> format file for. Oh yes, yes. Got the little pop up. There's an airplane in this file, and I, I knew right. It was already two seconds in. I was like, I can't download it. It'll take oh, too long. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's oh, Dennis. Oh, sweet release. Yeah, I thought you might appreciate that. This oh, this is this is truly a, this is a, a joyous day. Oh my goodness, Dennis! Vamp demigod, you've accidentally power removed me. <laughs> Vamp demigod, power moved themselves as well. Because mm-hmm. because they're making a big deal in the Discord. Oh, I'll submit. Isn't this a jolly jape? Isn't this isn't this a jovial jest? I'll I'll, I'll vex Riley further by submitting a wav, and now Dennis didn't even hear it. Well, I mean, I heard it before the show. You heard it before the show. Moment. That's true. We've already sort of let that cat out of the bag. But yep. Oh, that's so. Oh, that's so good. Oh, Ugh. mate, that's Ugh. wonderful. High quality yeah. ad read, though. Definitely appreciate it. It was appreciate a very good the, ad read. Yeah, the layup, I mean, the assist. Well, this is we're just outsourcing our ad reads now. Yeah, that's Friday. good. With each passing week, we do less and less work on this podcast. Yeah, I ran the numbers. We're going to be talking for about six and a half fewer minutes on this podcast than we usually do this week. It's great. The amount of work that Dennis will do to get out of doing work sometimes oh, astronomical is is it's well, I mean, it's impressive. If anything, it really mm. is. It really is quite amazing. Anyway, um, thank you, Vamp Demigod, for the wonderful ad read this week. That's that saved us a, a whole because you know Dennis and I will see be like, okay, what gear have we got this week? You know how how are we gonna how are we gonna sell these suckers on these uh, on these Channel Fireball deals this week? But now. Just get Vamp Demigod on the case. Don't even worry about get him it. On, get him in every week. Beautiful. Um, we've had a range of, of submissions, as we said. Um, mm-hmm. There have been some. There've been some crackers. There've been some. Uh, some been some real. Some real great ones. Uh, perhaps none more so than the one that came in from. How do you say this name? I am a Spartacus. I am. I am Spartacus. Mm-hmm. I am Spartacus. Um, who sent in. Oh, well, look, well, let's, let's just let I'm Spartacus let's speak Spartacus to the talking. When Straniak and Knight started Smar, their creativeness had not come far. So they stole some good jokes from some old Aussie blokes, and they tried very hard not to swear. <laughs> then they had some good fun with Mark Boyd, and some powerful moves he employed. <laughs> then Segment Charizard caught everybody mm-hmm. off guard, and they pondered deep questions like Freud. Then they got a bit bored near the end, and wanted to cause some mayhem. So they started a fight with a magic podcast blight, and now they've finally beat Magic FM. 
And if you want to beat your nemesis, use razor. It's cutting edge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very good. Where's, my, the ra- uh, where's the razor come from, Riley? Well, the, yeah, that's what my my stream is currently sponsored by Razor. Get the unfair advantage on your opponent by using Razor products today. Um, that was very good. Some some uh, let, let's put on our literary critics uh, literacy uh, literacy critic literary critic hats for a second there, mm-hmm. Dennis. Some ambitious slant rhymes. Well, I mean, this might be like old English. Like when you read Shakespeare, a lot of ah. it, a lot more of it rhymes than you would expect. Right, because people So like are I I didn't look at the timestamp on when I and Spartacus submitted this. So Spartacus is a very old name. That's the thing. Was it was this several hundred years ago perhaps? So maybe, you know. When when knows? swear rhymed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. This could this the, for all we know this could be from the Dead Sea USB drives. <laughs> yes, as as yeah. <laughs> the Dead Sea Discord. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um good content. Mm-hmm. It's good content, Bront. It's a rock solid. It's the best Limerick we've had in the podcast, I believe. Uh, and I used to live in Limerick. By by virtue of being the only ones that we've had, yes, it's certainly mm-hmm. they, they, they those three Limericks come in at one, two, and three. Have you yeah. ever visited Limerick? Uh, is that Cork? No, Limerick is Limerick. Is that Kerry? No, <laughs> it's okay. Kerry. Your name, everything you named so far has been both a city and a county. Okay. I and Limerick is also places. a city and a county. Where's Limerick? In Limerick. I don't know what to tell Where? you. Where? Where in Ireland? Broadly speaking, west, yeah. Yes, I think I've been... Uh, is that like near the cliffs of... No, that's Galway. Okay, no. <laughs> okay. I haven't been to Donegal. Or Clare, I'm sorry. Does that help? You that's north, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I'm not up in my Irish geography, mate. You've toured Ireland. I know, but I haven't... I don't. Th- okay. I don't think I've been to Limerick. Limerick is the butt of many jokes uh, in Irish society Go on. as being the very, very rough, yes. run-down place. Right. I used to live in Limerick. It's actually quite nice. Mm. But the first time I visited Limerick, where I was on the bus in, and then I drove past the Welcome to Limerick sign, yep. you know, Welcome to Limerick City. And not 20 meters behind the sign was genuinely a mm. couch on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Wow. <laughs> Oh dear! So that's that's where limericks came from, is because people are all just staying inside. They don't want to go out. They're too worried about having, but you know, yeah, it's a war zone out there, man. So they stay inside and write poetry. That's how it goes there. Write funny little rhymes, um, like the one sent in by I'm Spartagus. I'm not sure about like we didn't pilfer everything. I guess we kind of did, didn't we? Between Hamish and Andy and Mabimbam, and if I were you, I think we did. I think I've never even listened to Mabimbam. But like one of my viewers on the stream, Shane, said that isn't like creativity is just iteration s- i think selective plagiarism is what he said but yeah that works right innovation it's remix we, what we've done is we've remixed stuff you know in the way that every book is a remix of the dictionary <laughs> that's right you know we've taken elements of mabim bam and remixed and i it stole with stuff that joke from the discord and somebody else made. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear no it's all good content it's all good content including those limericks they were great um mm-hmm. Next one came in from Alec Lancaster. And Alex Alec's been here from the beginning. Alec mm-hmm. has been here. Alec Lancaster has been is a rusted on not just a fair weather fan. What's the opposite of a fair weather fan? Bad weather. Bad weather fan? fan? All yeah. weather fan. All weather fan. That is all a- terrain pitch. All ter- all terrain fan. This is our all, this is our ATF. ATF, yeah. Here, here is our ATF. Let's hear from Alec uh, Alec Lancaster right now. 
Hey, Riley and Dennis, this is Alec Lancaster. I've been listening since episode one, and oh, I just mate, wanted to say that it has been awesome hanging out with you guys every week through the podcast and through the Discord. Um, easily my favorite moment was hearing Dennis's fresh reaction to my LGS horror story, wherein I had my FNM prizes taken away oh. and given to a guy that had loaned me a deck for that tournament. <laughs> Dennis's rage was palpable, and knowing that it was the He's first time he had read the, the story injustice. only made it better. Seriously, though, whether it was hanging out on the Discord, getting the Mark Boyd Power Move of the Week award once... Playing Overwatch with with you guys or watching Yu-Gi-Oh! This year of Smart has been a shining light in the dumpster fire that has been 2020. And for that, I thank you. Alec has reminded me here that we are record we are, most of our podcast has taken place in what is the worst year of humanity's life in a long time. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, quite seriously, I, you know, I was going to dive into this a little bit when we when we talked through some of the other messages. Like, it's been... Um, I don't know, Dennis. I've 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 received a fair few messages about like the content that I've put out and, and what it's meant to people more so mm. than usual. You know, I've done half house history for two years, um, and it's always nice getting emails from people saying, "Oh, you know, I like your podcast, whatever else." But like this year, more so, and we'll talk about this, I think, a little bit later on with some of the other messages that we've got. But like, one of the things I've always struggled with is like making sure my time is filled in a worthy manner. You know, always making sure that what I'm doing is actually actually means something. This is something you and I have talked about a lot because yeah. I think your your I think your perception of what is worthy is very warped. Sure, it's very fervent. I don't know if it's yes. warped, but it's very like I have very strong feelings on on spending your time, my, like anyone's time, in a worthy way. And um, I don't know when I was primary school teaching, I felt like that came very easily, you know, because mm. I knew I was doing a good thing. Whereas uh, you know, playing a children's card game for a living, kind of like, oh, is this? You know, it's not. Is it? Is it as you know, ethically justifiable? But then you know, you, you hear from people who say, oh, you know, just watching Arena Boys or listening to dumb podcasts or whatever else. So I don't know. It's um. It's a, it's a good feeling, but as I say, we'll talk about more, that more later on. Let's talk about Dennis's hot, uh, burning rage. The, yeah, the the one of the times that not reading the question beforehand really paid dividends. If I remember yeah. correctly, Alex Lancaster borrowed a deck from somebody and then did re- decently well with it, and then the person was like, "Oh, well, we have a rule here where if you do well with my deck, I get all the prizes." I which think is no, ju- no, I think this was enforced by the LGS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It I, wasn't just I, the guy. He wasn't just like, hey, that was my deck, so I get your prizes. It was like the LGS came and said, yes, this is how this works now. That is, uh, like, I'm sure it's technically, like, legally fine, and they can have whatever kind of policy like that they want. Yeah. But. Dennis, it's legally fine in the same way that feudalism was legally fine. Sure. But- like, it's exactly, it's just deck feudalism. That's all it was. It fills me with such rage. It's Even so now, ch- he's getting cross. Like he's running his fingers through his hair. He's taking his glasses off. Like he's I not am. having a good like, time. It's just such. It's such brazen injustice. Yeah, yeah. Dennis doesn't mind injustice. No, Dennis has brazen- no problem with injustice. No, it's brazen injustice that he can't stand. Yeah, I can't. I can't deal with. It. I can't. Deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How, how do those people sleep at night? Aside from on a bed of booster packs, yeah, on a bed, as we talked about last time, on, a, on an enormous bed of, you know, M twenty one boosters, Dennis. That's mm. that's how they sleep. Mm. Oh dear. All right, we got another message here. This one comes from M from Malaysia. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's have a listen in. Hi, Dennis. Hi, Riley. This is Emmett from Malaysia. Big congratulations on reaching one year of Crimea River. It's been one of my favorite Magic the Gathering podcasts out there. Again, I also like to thank you all for answering and featuring my question many months ago about how to get better as a new player. Really meant a lot to me. So thanks and again congratulations. Stay fresh, cheese bags. 
I love that that is now a thing. I mean, obviously, yeah. I co-opted it from an Imgur meme or whatever, but, yeah. like, the idea that people, like, I love that. Is that the smart dog whistle? <laughs> Stay yeah. fresh cheese bags? That's the, that's the, 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 the secret handshake of the show, is Stay fresh cheese bags. Yeah, the MK Ultra activation code. There's one thing that I want to pick apart in this, um, mm-hmm. in this message. So, Emmett says, um, you know, a while ago, you answered my question how to get better at magic. That really le- meant a lot to me. And I'm glad. I'm mm-hmm. really pleased that it meant a lot to you. And I'm really pleased that, you know, that, well, that's, it meant a lot to you. Do you know what Emmett did not say that it did? What's that? Didn't say that it helped. No. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's like, yeah, no, listen to the podcast, you know, and you guys gave me all the advice about how to be competitive magic. And then I I, uh, I turned off the podcast and immediately went and signed up for SCG Premium and I it, never looked back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, like it's, it's, I like the fact that this is a, a textbook example of not lying, right? Mm, mm, mm. Like, you know, it's like when you see, like, let, let's say you meet, you know, a, a mate of yours you haven't seen for a while and they've had a kid and their kid has got a face like a slapdust, like just the ugliest kid you've ever seen, right? And it's says, children, saying, oh, wow, what a children cute- are beautiful and miracles, right? Well, this thing, you don't say, oh, what a, what a cute kid. You say, oh, kid looks just like you. That's a double insult. And you're, <laughs> but you're not lying. You're not lying. And I think this is, yeah. like, it's it's a way to couch. He's, <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's a looker, here. huh? <laughs> Man, look at the face on him. Oh, look at the face on that thing. I mean, that your child. Um, I, I, I just wonder if Emmett's like, it really meant a lot to me. Instead, it was very deliberate. Instead of, it really helped me out. And now I'm great at magic. Because I can't imagine that's true. That's true. I can't no, imagine, of course not. I, I can't imagine that it's that we, I mean, I can imagine Emmett being great at magic. But I don't think there's a link between no, his no podcast way. and that happening. Ready? I, I think I think you might be the kind of person, correct me if I'm wrong here. Are you the kind of person that freaks out if someone gives you a baby to hold? Uh, no, Dennis. Do you know why? Why is that? I will not accept a baby. Oh, you're so. Oh, you won't even get it. I'm. The thing is, like, if someone hands you like an animal to hold, it's. Perfect. I'm talking. Uh, but basically, baby, I'm talking a family friend. I'm not talking about a stranger on the street being like, "Hold this!" And hold then this, running hold away. this baby, and then running away. No, if someone if someone hands you an animal and you're like, "Ah, no, it's it's okay," right? Like you you'll get looks, right? And and people may judge you for that. But if someone hands you a baby and you're like, "No," they're not gonna be like, "No, no, please, I insist." Like this is this is their child. They're yeah, not gonna, I will drop this. Yes, they're <laughs> not going to give it over to someone who actively is saying, "No, I don't want to hold that that life form." Please, that ugly thing. <laughs> All babies look the same. Oh, okay. I don't think Adrian listens. Maybe he will listen to this podcast, right? No, okay. I can't do this to Adrian. You, Adrian, I'm talking about everyone else's babies, not yours. Nice your baby save. is real. Your baby is so cute. All babies look the same. You think? They, I don't think all babies. You just said same. some babies were ugly. No, no, no. I was talking about like a kid, like a two-year-old or something. All babies look the same. And you get pictures of babies like, oh, it's cute, right? It's like, it, they all look the same. They're all just tiny, like, pink, fleshy Potatoes. jelly beans, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Like, they all look the same, man. Except for Adrian's. Adrian's baby is very cute. Also, Raph just had a baby as well. Except Raph's baby, too. Yeah, Raph's baby is really... <laughs> <laughs> Raphael had a, Raphael, Raph Levy had a baby not two hours ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and oh, my goodness. I mean, I, I don't think... Like, I don't want to disparage Raph. I don't think he did a lot of the work there, but still. He helped. Early on. Yeah. Was, you know, he, he played a part. He's he in the planning phase for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in the planning phase. In the in the upkeep. Yeah. Oh, dear. Anyway. Um, yeah, no, I, I can't imagine. I, I can't imagine we played a, a huge role in Emmett's new, new, newfound mastery of the game. But I don't think so. Right. Let's no, see what a uh, Lord Gorg, oh, Lord Lord Gorg, yes, has to say. Lord Gorg sent in a message. Let's have a listen. Hey there, Smar. Long time listener, first time caller here. 
I just wanted to say that you've made this year exceptionally better for me with this amazing podcast and all of these wonderful moments you two have shared for all of us to hear. I have to say my favorite one was easily Riley's fantastic rendition of It's Not Hard to Ride a Horse, particularly because I played it for my girlfriend and she, upon hearing it, screamed at my face, when are you going to do something cute like that? (laughs) Thank you both so much for all these amazing memories. Take care. Riley, you power moved him. I am so sorry. To, no, because I hate this. So, like, whenever, whenever, like, a boyfriend does something sweet or amazing or completely over the top, right, and it gets filmed, it gets put on Instagram, whatever, you know, and the girlfriends of the world come and they say, like, why aren't you, like, oh, look at this, it's so sweet. It's, and you just feel the pressure, like, I need to do something here. Ugh. I love it. You know, it, Riley, you know what the ultimate power move I haven't gone through this recently is? Go on. For this? Getting engaged. Oh, Yeah. When Nikki and I got engaged, there's yeah. nothing better than when you go and you see a couple, yeah. specifically maybe a couple who's been dating longer than you. Oh, no. Yeah. And the girl sees the ring and is like, oh, my God, it's so beautiful. And then sits yeah. back and it's like, and just looks at yeah. her boyfriend. And he's sitting there just <laughs> and like, And he's, sta- he's staring at me just shaking his hand like, you yeah. suck. I can't yeah, believe you've exactly. done this to me. Yeah. Yeah. To, to all of the underachieving, underachieving partners- in the world around there, I would like to apologize, you know, whether you have gone to your partner and, uh, uh, you know, with a song like that and just been like, why, why, you never do this sort of thing for me, or whether you've been the one who has had their partner come to them and say, you know. If you're Australian, though, you probably get away with just playing the song and claiming you wrote it. You play for your girlfriend and Stephanie's like, I, I don't ride horses, mate. What are you on about? <laughs> I don't even know what this is for. Oh, I was wondering where the Australian came, part came in. Because they have to sound like because they have to sound like me. Yeah, that's yeah. true. If you're yeah. if you're a if you're a born and bred person from Adelaide, you could definitely pass off as Riley, no problem. No, because the accent's slightly different in Adelaide. They'd, they'd be able to tell because obviously mm-hmm. I'm from Melbourne, so they'd be All able right. to tell a slight difference in the Adelaide Melbourne accent. Um, uh, <laughs> no, but also Dennis, you would also have to be with someone who fell off a horse and specifically broke their arm and, and rib cage. Yep. You can, I mean, you can you can orchestrate that. That's the next level. You orchestrate a horse accident just so you can use the song right. to be a good boyfriend. You go boyfriend. and pay off a horse. You go and get a bunch of apples and oats, and you say, "Listen, <laughs> chuck them off, right? Chuck them off. Give them a boot, right? And there's more apple. There's, there's, there's more oats. There's more where those oats came from. <laughs> there's some there's some, some sugar cubes in it for you. Um, uh, no, I apologize to Lord Gorg unreservedly. I apologize to all of the other embattled partners around the world who because I hate that. Like, if Megan comes to me, she's like, look at this. This is so sweet. Why don't you ever do something like this? I say, well, it's not hard to ride a horse. Um, but, yeah, running out of equity like that, that's that's rough stuff. Um, but thank you for the kind words, Lord Gorg, and I'm Ooh. glad you enjoyed the show. We've got another one here, Riley, from Nicholas Friga. Yeah, some- was it Frager? This was, this was a name. Hang on. This was a name that we said once, and then he emailed in to say, like, no, this is how it's pronounced, and I've forgotten. Which, one, which order which that happened which. in? Let's find out. Here we go. Here we go from Nicholas. Hey, Smar. Wanted to let you know. Back in January, you answered my question, telling me I didn't have to shake people's hands at GPs because I was allergic to nuts. Little did I know. Ahead of his time. That wasn't going to be a problem. <laughs> also, I wanted to let you know. I'm a Christian minister, and I love sometimes sending you guys messages, correcting your misunderstandings about Solomon or baptism. It's a lot of fun. I don't get to do that in magic context all that often. Thanks. Well, we didn't solve the mystery of whether it's Frieger or Frager, but Nicholas here, um, that was... Wow. Ahead, really had your, really ahead had your of time. his time, right? <laughs> like, the handshake's dead, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, 
Yeah. The handshakes hey, did. I, was, we, I mean, we don't know that Nicholas didn't orchestrate that. Has this whole thing been just just to avoid awkward handshakes at GPs? If this if this was if this was a, a documentary, he'd be he'd be listening to the podcast, um, yeah. uh, like eating lunch or whatever, and yeah. he'd be like, "Oh, that's so funny about uh, handshakes at GPs," and it would zoom out, and you'd see yeah. a box of instant bat soup on the camera <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's funny because, like, before this pandemic, every, ah, what, like, six months or so, six to nine months, there'd be a big controversy in the Magic community because there'd be a feature match where there, someone refused a handshake or an aggressive there was an aggressive winner's handshake. Or somebody or some- threw peanuts at their opponent or whatever, you know. Exactly. Whatever. There would be some kind of controversy about the politics of the handshake. And that's just not a thing anymore. Well, I mean, are we going to have the politics of the elbow bump? I'm not gonna. I'm, I mean, I'm definitely not shaking hands with anyone anymore. I, I think I might get back into it. I'm not. I'm not doing it, man. I'm not doing it. It's now socially acceptable not to do that. Yeah, you've been giving it out. We've been, but, but and and potentially forever. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Dennis, I'm sure you know where handshakes originated from. It's to show. It's your, it's your sword arm or whatever. Yeah, right? it's to show that you're not armed. Yeah, Dennis. Let me ask you a question. When was the last time that you went to shake someone's hand? They're like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I've got a sword on. I'm not able to shake hands. Sorry, they might have a, my, uh, they might my have a gun. is getting in the way. They might have a gun. Okay, well, if you wanted to take it to that level, that's fine. I was hoping to very much avoid that, but sure, all right. <laughs> um, it's it's the same as like you know clinking glasses. What's that from? That's for, that's to show that you're well. That I, I, okay. This I don't. Maybe we can Snopes.com this, but my understanding is that it's a historical hangover from putting poison in people's drinks. So what used to happen, right, was if you if you want if you'd poison someone's drinks, you'd drink a little bit out of theirs, and they'd drink a little bit out of yours, right? Well, that's dead. That-, that that practice is gone for sure. <laughs> oh, that's I mean that's straight out, right? But then it became like, oh, you know, you hold up the glass. We don't have to do. We don't have to go through the whole rigmarole. Just sort of chink the glass here. Yep, okay, that's it. And 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 then you drink, right? You just like clink them together, and that was it. Um, Dennis, when was the last time someone to po- someone tried to you know poison you with 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 liquid based poison? Even then, though, how many people how many people in the medieval times are like poisoning each other, like slipping arsenic into their into yeah? Their, into and their if you're ale. a king or whatever, sure, but like, yeah. okay, maybe, again, maybe Snopes.com that will will take care of that one. Could be apocryphal, yeah. What I'm saying is, we don't need these things anymore. I think it's a biblical tale, Riley, and because Nicholas can't intervene because it's still a one it's still a one directional um podcast yeah, yeah I, can just, I, I can say with great certainty we can just king, go off that yeah. king solomon invented <laughs> the handshake king solomon that was, when they when they're talking about the wisdom of solomon they were talking about his invention of the handshake yeah and also the glasses clinking he was handshaking one person and clinking glasses with his other hand that's and that's hold, where and holding a sword from. between his feet to cut a baby in half and you know what i think it's time we move on from that wisdom I think it's time for I think no, it's time no, for Wisdom no, no, 2.0. Yeah, no no more glass linking, no more handshakes, no more cutting babies in half. Those oh, are my keep, three big we, parts. We could keep we could keep the last one. You you're, you're lukewarm. You're, 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 I, I mean, we don't have to throw the baby out with the bathwater, no matter how many pieces it's <laughs> how in. How many pieces it's in? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Very good. Oh dear. Anyway, obviously we love to we love to joke around on this podcast. We love we love some giggles. We love the goofs and the spoofs. Um, but uh, there is a more you know, this is what I was talking about before. There's a more, not necessarily more serious undertone to this sort of stuff because obviously this is a very light and frothy podcast, and 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 it's all and it always will be, right? It's always going to be very light and frothy. But something that's really touched me, Dennis, especially over the you know throughout this pandemic, as a content creator, is being the person that people turn to for comfort. Mm. 
I've been there, man. We've all been there, right? I got an email. I've told this story a couple of times. I got an email from someone who listened to Half Us History being like, um, you know, I, I just want to say thank you for Half Us History. It's like, oh, that's very nice. You know, I get this sort of stuff like that. Because it's the podcast that I listen to at 4 a.m. to keep the nasties away. And that email, like, it really got to me because that was Mabimbam for me. That was Hamish and Andy for me years and years ago, you know, because we've all fought those battles and we've all been through that sort of thing. And so, like, when we get our next message, who's coming in from, from an anonymous listener here, um, you know, I, I don't want to. I don't want to spend the entire show sort of navel gazing like this. But I, I, speaking personally, and, and I'm sure on behalf of Dennis here, this sort of stuff it really, it really does. It means the world to us, and it, it, it makes doing this light, dumb, frothy podcast every week. It really, actually, does make it. It fills me with a sense of of, of worth and purpose to be to be doing this sort of thing. So it does. It does sadden me that when people find themselves in dark places and they lose their their confidence, they lose their sense of self. Yeah. You know, they lose all the tools they normally have to keep themselves going throughout the day. Mm. That it seems that they also tend to lose their taste in podcasts, I guess. It's just it's just really <laughs> tragic that that goes. I was, try- I was trying to have a moment here, but never mind. All right. Let's have a listen here from, uh, from this message that again came in from uh, an yeah. anonymous listener. Have a listen. Hi, Riley and Dennis. Congratulations on the one-year anniversary. I started listening to Smar about six weeks ago during a pretty tough period for me, uh, work-wise and mental health-wise. And I binged all your episodes um, and your your chemistry and your informal style on the podcast. Um, you made me laugh, uh, made me feel like I was in good company uh, at a time when obviously uh, with COVID it's hard to go out in any kind of company. So I just wanted to say keep up the good work. Thank you. Uh, Smar was a big help to me uh, and continues to be uh, something I look forward to every week. So cheers, lads. Like hearing those sorts of sentiments is just... No, absolutely. Genuine. I know I made a joke, but it is very, very sweet. I do feel self-conscious, though, because, like, a lot of people... Mostly, most, most of the praise was probably directed towards me, so you're feeling not, probably... Not quite. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. no, just, like, just with stuff to say, like, you know, funny and making people laugh and that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I mean, I, almost everything said was about, the you know, the two of us, but anyway, it's fine. Oh, well, I, I mean, I didn't read like that, but sure, I mean, again, you know... Um, I do feel bad because on lots of... um, Lots of podcasts and, like, contractors and stuff receive messages like this, mm. and I always feel... Like you said, very navel gazy for calling it out. Mm, mm. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't have a discipline for this. I don't know how to reconcile that in my head. Like we we asked for this sort of thing. We asked for this sort of input, you know. And so I guess I, it is a little self congratulatory for us to sit here and like play this message and be like, "Oh, aren't we doing such a great job?" or whatever. We're the real essential workers. Like, yeah. But but the other thing that this may do is help to normalize some of the feelings that the other silent people yeah. who listen to this, you know, maybe the people who are thinking like, "Oh." I rely on a podcast for my mental health. What's wrong with me? You know, and I guess my message to the, to the, all the people. Okay, all right. You want you want you want some you want okay. You want some you want Riley unplugged. Here we go, baby. Wait, hang on. I actually do need to stay plugged. Otherwise, the audio signal isn't going to reach right, that right, thing. Riley did yank the audio. Yes, the that's that doesn't work if I pull out the audio cable. Okay, when I was very young, like. 11. I drank some very good beer. Sorry. I came, like, I, I, I don't know what it was, but I had this weird awakening to the world and realized, I, I, there's no real way for me to explain this other than to say that I realized I was going to die one day mm. when I was 10 or 11, right? I came face to face with my own mortality. I didn't do it. Like, I, didn't, I, I didn't have a near-death experience or anything, right? Light and frothy, everybody. But I just realized that I was going to die, right? I struggled with this. At the age of 11. And it terrified me. 
It mm-hmm. absolutely terrified me. And it got so bad that like, I, I literally just couldn't sleep, right? Every time the sun went down, I would start to panic, right, at the age of 11. And so what my mum did was she went to the library and she started borrowing audiobooks on like literal old cassettes, right? Like mm-hmm. cassette tape audiobooks, right? So like The Adventures of Till Alley Glass, uh, 45 and 47 Stella Street, all of these other books that were on tape from the library. And, you know, I think at that age I was still having my dad read me a bedtime story before I went to sleep. I can't remember. I think, maybe not. But basically what would happen is the only way that I could get to sleep, right, was by having an audiobook on, right? Like literally have someone read me to sleep at the age of 11. Anyway, you know, my, my situation improved over the coming years and or coming months, weeks and months, years, whatever else. And, you know, I, def- I definitely like got a little bit better. I'm 31 and I still can't sleep without an audiobook on. Right. And this is something that I decided at the age of 16 was very shameful. And I decided I would give it up and stop reading. And I just lay there tossing and turning, not able to sleep. And then at 18 and then at 21 and all of these different points at which I've been like, I need to grow up and stop you know, relying on being read a story to go to sleep. Proverbial night light, yeah. Exactly. And it was a number of years ago, I can't remember exactly when, but I would say maybe it was around 24, 25, that I was like, no, this is just who I am. This is what I need. This is what what my life requires in order for me to live it to its its best extent. And so now I make no apologies for it. But it took a long time for me to normalize that as a a behavior that was defensible, right? Because it did, it, it felt like, you know, sucking my thumb. It felt mm-hmm. like a nightlight or whatever, but now it's just like, no, I go to bed, listen to Discworld, and I fall asleep. It's great. Um, so I think that, like, you know, all of our backpatting here, it is a little egregious, but it does it does help people on on some level because it shows that if you are one of those people that needs, you know, a dumb, light, frothy, quote unquote, Magic the Gathering podcast in order to just get through the day, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. And like I totally understand. I personally can't get to sleep without listening to a overly congratulatory message from one of our fans. So and I totally are, get it. And they are getting thin on the ground. So make sure. You, it, do you want to condemn Dennis to sleepless nights? No, please massage his bloated ego by sending mm-hmm. in your congratulatory messages today. You are right, though. I do. I do want people to feel like. I don't, like I said, it, always, it does always sound trite to me a little bit when um, content creators will be like, "Oh, some people." I always get emails, people saying that they help, you know, help me and all this stuff. But it happens mm. with such regularity that I think people just want escapism, and be it mm. Discworld or World of Warcraft or Scrammy River or mm. Jacksepticeye or whatever, it doesn't matter. Mm. People just want something. Yeah, exactly. I, I think you and I try hard. I don't think it's super consciously, but just in the way we interact with each other, that we want this to feel like a podcast where you're just hanging out with some friends. Exactly. On, in the car on the way to a GP. 100%. And, and, that, and that is just sort of our natural energy as it is. But that right. is something that um, that I was, you know, I think, you know, you talked about this when, when it comes to streaming. So I was like, oh, what am I going to do with stream? It's like, people don't care what you do. They just want to hang out with you. Mm-hmm. Right? They just want to hang out. And that's that's like one of the things that we've gone for with this podcast. It's like, yeah, just hanging out and have a chat with some mates. That's it. Mm-hmm. We're just hanging out. Because that's how I always felt when I was listening to Hamish Nanny. That's how I felt when I was listening to Bim Bam. You know, Griffin McElroy for a while felt like one of my best mates just because I'd sit, you know, and listen to him chat about whatever with his brothers every every week. Right. Mm-hmm. And it just made me feel better. So that, you know, that that's quite aspirational. As far as I'm concerned, like that's something that's something very worthy that we that we put a lot of time into every week. So, and for people like you know this person who sent in this message and, and a couple of others that we're going to hear in a minute, um, you know it 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 not only means a lot to us, but if you're one of those people who 
Don't look at this sort of thing as a crutch because it's not. It's just a tool that you're using to live your life to the best capacity that it can be lived, I guess. I don't know. I know we're laboring the point here, but I've struggled with this in the past. I struggled with giving myself permission to use tools like this because I felt like it was weak. It was a sign of weakness, Dennis. You know, it was a sign of me not having not having all my, you know, having my head together, having a couple of screws loose, whatever else. But no, this is a legitimately beneficial way to support yourself in a time that you need it or just because that's who you are as a person you know there's mm-hmm. there's there's nothing wrong with it anyway a couple other messages to get through Dennis should we uh, should we crack on here crack on when this is from Kopfstark Kopfstark here we go let's have a listen Kopfstark hey Dennis and Riley this is Morgan from Colorado thank you so much for your quote MTG advice and quote podcast one time I drove from Colorado to California and back and listen to you on repeat for those 32 hours. Thanks for keeping me company and keeping me sane while my wife was asleep. Smart is the only magic podcast she'll listen to with me, so thanks for bringing her a little closer to the magical world I love. I think it's great that you are so active with your community on Discord and love hearing all those stories. Keep the advice coming, and of course, stay cheese, fresh bags. Very good. Very that was good. a very heartfelt message, and it's that's way too long to listen to any podcast, let alone this garbage fire. Yeah. But the part that got me was, yeah. I, I, if you, listeners, if you go back and rewind, after about 20 seconds of Copstark mess message, his cadence changes, and it sounds like someone's making him read it at gunpoint. Yeah. Which yeah, yeah, I love. Yeah. The community you uh, foster uh, in your Discord. Yes, <laughs> reading it off a note, trembling hands. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, it's just funny because it just, it just it just sounds like that. It was very very sweet. Cough strike. I wasn't. I didn't mean to make fun of the way he read it. It just sounds like Riley went to your house and made you. read I, it. I sent all. you the script and you did well with the first half. But mate, come on, come on. <laughs> um, that's a long drive. Yes, that's a long drive. Thirty-two. Nowhere like in thirty-four hours, I could drive across this entire country three, ten times. Yeah, you could do several laps of Ireland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you could go to Limerick and back. Whew, who knows how many mm-hmm. times, Dennis? You you could go, wait for it, to Tipperary and back. And I have heard it but is Dennis, a long Dennis, way. C- correct me if I'm wrong. Is it not a long way to Tipperary? It is a long way to Tipperary. Do you know what annoys me? You've been what to Tipperary, if, haven't you? I, uh, potentially. Again, I don't remember. The, uh, the, last, the last time I went to Ireland was- well, You just sat on my couch for New Year's. Uh, sure. The last time I traveled around Ireland was in 2016, I think, with my brother. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay, I have a question for you because Limerick is just next to Tipperary and I'm just looking yes. at Limerick now. I should have just done this before. I've now got Ireland up on a map. I have been to Limerick. I've driven through it because I went to the cliffs of Moa uh, Clare, and I drove right? through Limerick on my way down to Killarney. Um, but if you're in Limerick, Dennis, can I tell you this? Hmm. It is not a long way to Tipperary. No. It's not. So what do they sing in, in Limerick? And if you're in Dublin, it is a longer way still to, to, to Limerick yeah. than it is to Tipperary. But, like, what do you say in Limerick? It's a long way to Drogheda. Drogheda. Well, there's a G and an H, so Drogheda, I think is how it's pronounced. Drogheda. Sorry. It's What's a long way to Londonderry. To what now? Oh, sorry. Excuse me. Oh, I, a thousand pardons, Dennis. You're a red-blooded Republican. Only, I know that. The only word in the English language with six silent letters. <laughs> <laughs> Londonderry. Oh, a little bit of a uh, little bit of Irish. Now, now, now that we're looking at the center of Ireland, there's yeah. got to be some pretty spicy names for places here. Oh, me and my brother, when we drove around Ireland, we looked up like stupid uh, Irish place names, right? Um, mm-hmm. To go and uh, to go and visit and take pictures of in like in front of the. The road um, sign and stuff. The yeah. road signs. Like, for example, we went to Fartrim. 
Fartrum? Fartrum. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's got the word fart in it. So that was pretty good. Um, we went to Bastard's Town in Wexford. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, Fanny's Town, also in Wexford. Uh, there's a place quite near where I grew up as a kid that is very creatively named Irish Town. <laughs> Irish Town? <laughs> it's in the middle of Dublin, so I guess. But like- um, uh, two Mile Boris as well, which I think is pretty good. Mm-hmm, How long's mm-hmm. that Boris, mate? Eh, two miles. And all the way up in Northern Ireland, we didn't go to this one, but of course there's the famous uh, town of Muff. Muff, yeah. Well, Muff's uh, just in, in Northern Muff. Ireland, and it does have a diving club. Uh, Dennis, we have... <laughs> there is a Muff diving club. There is a Muff diving club. You can buy hats. Um, I'm sure that... I would say their merchandise sells better than the average diving club. <laughs> I would say so. I would probably say that they have sold more hats than memberships. Memberships? Probably. The the membership card of the Muff Diving Club and the Wallet Ride, that's a power move. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, Dennis, we've got another update. We had a couple of listeners send in, uh, you know, follow-ups from from their questions. And uh, and the Dave sent in a a follow-up to a question that I'm, I'm sure most of our listeners will remember. Let's have a listen. Hi everybody, this is the Dave. I wanted to follow up on the question I submitted a couple of episodes ago. If I would be an asshole to buy a friend a booster box and keep the box topper to myself. So I ended up um, not getting him the booster box at all, but Oops. offering him to <laughs> get matching tattoos. Whoa! So if anybody has an Escalation. idea of a magic related tattoo that you would get with your best friend, that would be awesome. <laughs> Stay fresh. Now, Dennis, I don't have a perfect memory of how that, um, <clears throat> of how, what our advice was. I don't remember it being get a tattoo now, instead. Now, w- did we suggest get matching tattoos? That's I, that's what I'm racking my brain I'm to remember. I'm frustrated here, Riley, because we have evidently cost channelfireball.com a sale of a booster box here. Oh, <laughs> on you're the hook, fu- uh, you, I tell you what, you better hope that the, the fat cats don't listen to this one. <laughs> you better keep or, this or, one under wraps from Mushy. Or, or we're going to start selling tattoos. Is it the other option? Channel Fire. Channel Fireball Tattoo Services. Um, I don't remember. So I remember we kind of. I I, I, I went of off all, at the Dave. I thought the Dave would stop listening to the podcast. Yeah. I, first of all, thank you, the Dave, for continuing to listen to our podcast, even even when Dennis and maybe me also potentially tore strips off you because we said that you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't take this. We, we decided that it was the it was the equivalent of buying a CD for someone as a gift, but like ripping it onto your you know onto your Winamp. Before it's worse it than them. that. It's worse than that. It takes away from the product. Piracy is not stealing. The Dave was stealing. Okay. Yeah. So again, the, the, so the Dave seems to be sufficiently <laughs> chastened here. All right. I should back up. <laughs> a, a, a ma- matching tattoos. Can you think of any? What are famous duos in Magic: The Gathering? Oh, there's plenty of them, right? There's like think of all the X and X or X and Y cards. Fire and ice and stuff. Oh, I wasn't. Oh, dude, that's so much better. I was going to say like Fire, Fire Song and Sunspeaker, Annex and Siamid, uh Kinaos and Tiro. Like, you get Fire Slash and Slash Ice. That's so good. You get a split card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get a split card. Apps, Dennis. You've, you know what? If you had, if you have pushed the Dave away, you've now just hooked him straight back in here with that high level advice. It's like, um, have you seen the Tenacious D movie, Riley? I've not. There's a bit in Tenacious D movie, which is a falsified origin story for the band, in which they reveal how they um, come up with a name for the band. Okay, yeah. And Jack Black is like, we have to name the band Tanakh. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, ever since I was a boy, I never understood what it meant, but I think I understand now what it means. And he pulls down his pants, and he's got a birthmark on his ass that says mm. Tanakh, T-E-N-A-C. 
And Kyle goes, oh, my God. And he pulls down uh, his pants, his birthday, and says, ESD. On no, the back of it. <laughs> that's... <laughs> and they put them together. And I remember when I was uh, younger, I had, like, the, like, the, like, um, the, like, book accompaniment that was just, like, a thing. Yeah. And in it, it said, it had band name ideas. And it said, ESD Tanakh, question mark. And then it was crossed out, and they wrote Tenacious D. <laughs> that's what you're going for here. You want fire slash on one bicep. Yeah. Slash ice on the other bicep. So when you put them together, it says fire and ice. Yeah. You pick, like, obviously Fire Ice is the, is the classic example because it's the classic split card. But mm. let's say that, you know, you're a green mage and mm. your best mate always plays black or plays whatever. I mean, there are even the Ravnica ones where, where there are, like, um, you know, it's there are dual color split cards, you know? You get you could get a Mirrodin and a Phyrexian tattoo. That's not a bad pairing as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I really like the split card, though. Because that's a natural magic mechanic that is that like kind of embodies that. I don't know. There are so many. I mean, you could even get like an aftermath card or, or a whatever. Flip card, yeah. A flip card as well. That's so good. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh man, no, that's really really good. I think taking a mechanic from. I mean, I, the the Phyrexian Mirrodin thing is. It's yeah. It's 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 fine as well. But like, I think the like actually turning a magic mechanic. Into a tattoo. Oh, go ahead, Dennis. Is, Dennis is just. If if this were a cartoon. A light bulb would have just appeared above Dennis's head. Why well, don't you just, just get an three and a blue on your arm, and your okay. mate gets exactly the same thing for clone. clone. That's oh, mate. That's 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 really good. <laughs> just three and a blue. Yeah, yeah. Three and a blue zero zero. That's so good, man. I like that a lot, actually. That's actually very good content. That's really good gear. Well, I mean, even if we tore strips off the Dave last time, this time we've actually given, given a stack of tattoo ideas. Like I actual, think. real, really, really good advice. Yeah, man, there are a bunch of other ones that are coming to mind now, like Curious Pair as well. Not mm-hmm. quite. I mean, mm-hmm. not. I mean, not great, but you know, if that's if that's what. Um, there's like all the partner cards as well. If you're really into them, although I know that they're not, or like Will and Rowan and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of meat on those bones. Wow. Mm, well, mm. Accident- we accidentally gave advice, Dennis. We didn't even mean to, but we accidentally gave advice. Stumbling into success, Riley, as mm-hmm. we always do. All right. Next one. Next one. Right. This one comes Who's to us from Tyrannican. Let's have a listen. All right. I first got to imagine when I watched Riley commentate the Mono Red Prison deck that won the GP Birmingham 2018 Legacy Finals. And ever since then, it's content like Smart and Channel Fireball, best place in Bouncing and Magic Girls, by the way, Love it. has been keeping me going. Keep up the good work, lads, and I look forward to more. Riley, could you uh, translate this for our American listeners? <laughs> um, so Tyrannica was saying that uh, first first came across uh, me as a, as a broadcaster at GP Birmingham uh, when I commentated Gary Campbell winning with uh, the Monored Prison deck. Of course, Gary Campbell, the godfather of Scottish magic, one of the most respected people in the, in the Scottish magic community, an absolute hero, red-blooded hero he is. Um, uh, and then listen to Sma, loves that. Go and buy cards at channel5.com, the best place. I mean, again, we just... we Free rolling. This is like people getting Nike tattoos. They're mm-hmm. doing the advertising for us. Mm-hmm. Oh, Riley- forget. Okay, whoa, whoa, back it up. Forget bloody clone. Forget, you know, split cards, whatever else. Get Stormy River. One of you get Channel and the other one get Fireball. And That's get one, really good. one half a Ballsy on each, on each side of the tattoo. Perfect. Channel Fireball tattoos. Or, but, or you could get Green Green and you could get X Red. Dennis, you've done it again. That's way better, right? Dennis, you've done it again. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Get a Channel 5 tattoo. I, I mean, I, a Channel 5 tattoo. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I can't, I can't, I can't imagine that if you didn't, if you posted pictures of them, Channel Five would stand idly by. No, we'll send. We'll one hundred percent send you guys. You'll send you. They just shower you in nonsense, mate. Like unbelievable. Um. Anyway, thank you, Tyrannican, for the for 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 sending in that message. As as incomprehensible as I'm sure it was for for many uncultured mm. swine across the other side of the Atlantic. I mean, Dennis on the other side of the Irish Sea, and he could hardly understand it. Yeah, it was tricky. It was bumpy, right? It's it, interesting though. He mentions that. Uh, Birmingham 2018 was when he was first introduced to you. Mm. Birmingham 2017 was where you and I first met. That's our origin story, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Dennis sent me a message asking if I wanted to be on a- I uh, bet I can find that original DM. Dennis sent me a message where he-, he was he Dennis was running Windmill Slam at the time, which was like mm-hmm. a, a light entertainment uh, magic-related YouTube channel. So they did like game shows and challenges and other stuff like that. Game, gameplay as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, mostly mostly magic online gameplay. Um, back, this is well before Arena. Yeah, this is back in Moto times, and um, I said yes because I generally do to these sorts of things. And boy, am I glad I did because that. <laughs> uh, he, oh, sorry. So Dennis messaged me asking me if I wanted to be on the on the on a live game show at at GP Birmingham mm-hmm. 2017, and I said yes, and I went along, and uh, yeah, what? How many years later? Three and a half years later. More. I mean, feels, uh, I suppose there's only three and a half. Yeah, three, three like and a half years later. Here I am. Here I am. I didn't do too badly out of that exchange. Let me tell you, uh, right. hitching my wagon to uh, to Dennis here ended up being a, a pretty good career move. Go ahead, Dennis. I would like to try find this DM because I want to see what I, this is our first ever interaction. I can find it. I think I'm just yeah. resetting my Twitter password. I'm going to feel desperately here while you're doing this. Yeah, but um, yeah. So what happened was Dennis sent me this message, and I was like, "Yeah, sure." Uh, I'll, I'll do your game show, no worries, because it was it was going to take place at like 8 p.m. on the Saturday, so mm-hmm. I, I was going to be finished with commentary. And uh, I think I've told you this in the past, Dennis, but I mean, if, if I haven't, get ready. I really didn't want to do it. Uh, you know, I'm going to tell you something that is simultaneously very nice, but also might make you feel bad. You ready? Yeah, go. When I think about the Riley that I met that night, yeah, you are much cooler than the Riley I know now. Thanks, man. Wait, what? Who's much cooler? I don't know. Old Riley was so much cooler. I don't know why. That image of you is much cooler. Wow. Than, now that I know you better, I don't know how to tell oh my what goodness. else to say. I thought you were saying like three years no, ago. No, 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 really no. You've grown as a person and developed and it's like you're much cooler now. You know, you're 31, you've aged a little bit, you matured, whatever else. But no, just just used to be much cooler than I was. Mm-hmm. Thanks, D-Money. I think I have I have found the tweet. Thanks, man. The tweet is so, a response to a message. And I'm so I fu- said, basically, Dennis was like, do you want to do this game show? I was like, yep, that's fine, right? And I did want to do it. I did want to do it right up until I had to. You know when mm-hmm. you like make arrangements to go somewhere, see a film, or go to a concert, or do something, and you're like, "Man, it's going to be so much fun." And then day off, you're just like, "Oh, can we just stay home though?" Right? Like I yeah, finished yeah, a long the, day the, of coverage. Right? It was a yep. really long day of coverage, and I was just like, "I just want to go and find food, go back to my hotel, and sleep." Right? There are a few things more special than canceling plans, Riley, but we, I managed to hook you that time. I have found and our I message had to exchange, stay, and I did it, and I'm glad I did. It was good. You tried to make me eat bugs, and I didn't do it. So you actually I've, que- I, I've clearly tweeted at you saying, hey, can you follow me so I can DM you? Yes. And you said, hey there, thanks for reaching out. What's up? Yes. At 8 p.m. on the 5th of August, 2017. Yep. And I said, hey, we're partnering with CFB, that turned out well, for GP Birmingham to run on some on-site stuff. Was wondering what your schedule looks like, specifically on Saturday, smiley face. Sweet. I haven't seen my schedule. I'm not commenting yet at least two or three rounds. I used to host pub quizzes back in Australia. I love this sort of thing. Triple thumbs up emoji. I'm a thousand percent in, mate. Wow. 
Very, very I came at, I came at you hard, Dennis. I was very enthusiastic. Oh, and then I, you said you were coming to Ireland, and then I asked you when you were coming, and you said, hey, mate, sorry about that. I ended up having to go back to Germany. Some stuff came up back in Berlin I had to deal with, so I had to cancel the Ireland trip. Oh, yes. Uh, that was uh, me getting dumped by <laughs> the girl that I had. So I had planned, so I, this, yeah, I had planned a trip around the UK and Ireland with this girl, right? Mm-hmm. Then she dumped me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I managed to get almost all of the, I, get, I got most of the accommodation refunded, right? Um, and but I so I ended up going to the UK, but didn't go to Ireland, right? So uh, I bailed on the I bailed on the Ireland part of the trip, but I did go to the UK. And on that trip to the UK, I met Megan. Wow. Yep. Who is currently, I think, doing whatever girls do in the bathroom. I don't know what secret. Oh, what they you do. wrong with that? I don't know. I can hear her. I can hear the fans on in the bathroom. She's doing, you know, when girls just like disappear into the bathroom for like half an hour before they get ready for bed. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's, it's noon. Yeah. I, sh- I guess she's getting a head start. On. I don't know. I don't know what secret. <laughs> I don't know what secret things they, 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 they do in there. Anyway. Um, yeah. That's where I met Megan on that trip that I, when I didn't go, when I didn't go to Ireland. So a formative summer, Dennis. Yeah, for me too. I got hired at John Farball. That's September. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The next message you I, I got from you was like, hey, I want to start this thing called Top Five. Let's do it. And so we did. And then we started doing Top Five together. And it's it, for initially it was very professional. And we would email each other the times that we wanted to do it and that sort of thing. Um, and then you were like, hey, should we just message each other a message? It would be a bit easier. And then slowly but surely it was like, okay, that's Top Five done. Good afternoon. And I'll see you next week. Into like, how's your week been? Into mm-hmm. like long, you know, hour-long chats about just like what had been up and now you're my I best I forgot mate. that we so. didn't really know each other when we started doing top five very well. No, what do you mean? We literally didn't know each other. Like we, we knew each other. We'd met once. God, is that right? We didn't know each other at all, man. I forget, have we been doing top five for three years? More. More than that. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, 150 episodes. We, we didn't know each other at all when we started top five. Like I'd met you... Okay. At that GP. You, I, I wasn't 100% sure which of the ones that I you were that I'd met. If I was Dennis or Rashin, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in, in Birmingham when you were like, do you want to do this thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how little we knew each other. And I remember as time went on, like the recording top five went from being like, again, as I say, very professional, being like, yep, done this, gone, see you later, into like, a, so what's up? How you been? Yeah. yeah. And then slowly but surely, like we just unfolded this very, it was very, it's it yours is it's the most natural and unforced friendship I've ever developed with anyone. Like it just progressive. Well, we were we were contractually obliged to spend at least forty minutes with each other every week. Yeah, and so and from that, like there, there was no sort of like oh I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to chase this guy down. Like it was just it just happened. Yeah. And yeah. then I got I got the email from Ashi being like we really want Riley to stop making content for DCG player and make content for Chat Fireball Just. So if you could pretend to be his friend, that'd be great. And now I'm stuck here, you know, living the, living the life of talented Mister Ru. <laughs> So Dennis has joked, and I, I say joked optimistically because I do hope it was a joke, that his official title, because I'm like, what's your, what's your title at, at CFB? And he's like, yeah, market, marketing director, or whatever, also yeah. senior talent wrangler or something like that, when the only talent you have to wrangle is me, Se- Riley senior manager. Riley manager. Yeah, exactly. Gabby's the, Gabby's the influencer and social media. No, no, not the social media manager. Gabby's the influence manager Yeah, with one notable exception. Dennis, Dennis manages the, the prima donna, the diva <laughs> that is Riley Knight. Unbelievable. Only, only boot-shaped chicken nuggets in the dressing room that GPs or Riley's uh, 
commentating. Yeah. And it, what's, you know your chick, what's, your favorite, what's your favorite? What's your favorite nugget shape? I, I'm not that picky. I don't. I don't have a favorite nugget shape. But you have to have a favorite. You know, you can. You can like, look. Any nuggets better than no nugget? Fine. But of the nugget shapes, which is your favorite? There are official nugget shapes. Uh, that what are they? they? They all begin with B. There's the bell, the boot, bone, the, the bone, the bell, the which boot, is the bone. B- poor name. And yeah, because that's the one thing that chicken nuggets pride themselves on is a lack ball. of bone. Bell, bone, boot, ball. I guess I'd say the bone, just because it's if it's pleasing symmetry. Mine's the boot. How do you like the boot? The boot's easily the worst. There's a poll here of the favorite ones, and yeah. the boot is the most popular. Well, there you go. Avant garde. Thirty-six bone twenty-two. So you're bucking you're a the trend. Seven percent like the ball, though. Just the flat round one. Uh, all the all the dull all the accountants of the world. It feels like you're getting less nugget in the ball. All the mathematicians of the world. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what? That has the that has the smaller surface area, so it is just the worst. Yeah, if you got a if you got six balls, you would have less way less surface area than if you got six boots or, or bones yeah anyway all right well that's next week's topic send us in voice clips what's your favorite uh, chick don't do that because we won't feature them speaking <laughs> of voice clips we got two more to play um and these one these ones come in fr- both of them come in from um long time long time listeners and lo- and and often time contributors frequent contributors yeah and dennis can i tell you this both of them surprised me mm-hmm I mean, we don't really need to clickbait people here because, like, they've already is, downloaded. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're already, already, we've already got them. But uh, no, we we got uh, we got a, uh, we got a, a submission here from. Uh, I've never been able to. I've never known how to pronounce this person's last name. Milton Mendonca. Mendonca, I think Mendon. I don't know. Um, let's find out. Approach the second bump. But yeah, let's find out. Let's uh, let's hear from Milton. Dan is and Riley. This is Milton Mendonca, longtime contributor and fan, aka Approach of the Second Bum. All I have to say to you guys, in addition to congratulations for a whole year, is thank you. I had a very tough year going through a custody battle for my eight-year-old boy this past year. It all ended in a happy note this past summer, luckily. Um, But looking forward to that SMAR episode every Thursday really helped move the mind away from all that stress and all that nonsense. Not to mention it was a great escape and great fun every single time. So... Thank you to you guys very much, and I wish you many, many more years of SMAR. Keep up the good job. Thanks so much, guys. Well, thank you, Milton, for for yeah. let it, like letting us into your lives at a, at a time when you know obviously stuff was so so unbelievably turbulent. Yeah, like yeah. Riley, you you and I host a Magic the Gathering advice podcast where the Magic the Gathering is definitely in lowercase letters, in inverted and, commas. Yeah, on a different page, maybe, but. We also often joke about um, how unqualified we are to give advice. You yeah. know, we are not the right people to be asked for this stuff, and it's just mm-hmm. like a fun, frothy, jokey thing. Yes, I I do not foresee a you know a CFP Pro article in the near future how to win custody of no. your eight year old child. No, we I do we, not think we, we don't have the pro strats for that one. No, sounds like Milton doesn't need it though. Doesn't need him. Doesn't need him. Doesn't need him. Yeah, he's oh, si- well, maybe maybe we should get Milton on to write the article. Then we're good. <laughs> CFP Pro, the very best in Magic the Gathering and legal custody battle strategy advice. Uh, no, certainly I don't think that's an area we need to dip into. But Milton, like, um, I mean, I, I've got to commend you, mate, for, for you know, being just a trooper, being someone who is, who's obviously managed to, to pull through some pretty hard times and, and emerge the other side uh, in a good spot, I, I'd, I'd ho- I'd, I hope at least. And, um, I mean, a tough thing for any anyone to go through. So good on you, Milton. Price, and, yeah. and and if we've played a small part in you know in, in easing that burden and making things a little a little a little better for you, that's um, 
That's a privilege. It really is. A little, a little fresher for you and your little cheese bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, little, little baby Milton, little, little tiny cheese bag. Um, but no, thank you very much, and thank you for the for the message, which again surprised us when we mm. were, when we opened it. Dennis and I, you know, you know when like you're expecting, like you're on alert, right? You're mm-hmm. like, yep, okay, so, some. Some, there's something there's a surprise come something's going to happen Dennis and I were readied we had our defenses up because we knew that something was going something hot was going to come yeah, Milton, but same no. deal like the, the final segment spoiler is from Jmaz and oh, I yeah. fully expected to be a Trojan yes. when we oh, I, I was expecting Jmaz to hit us with with that hot hot power move right mm-hmm. I was expecting him to come in you might maybe you know duck and weave a little bit get our defenses down there like that uh but that's not how it went as you'll as you'll hear in a minute but uh, yeah before we listen to that Milton once no, again right just it. oh go ahead no, finish your thought about I was just going to say, Milton, you know, thank, thank you for being part of the community. Thank you for all of your wonderful co- contributions. 100%. I still think you were wrong to buy list those basic lands that, that your mate gave you. That still doesn't pass unless, muster for um, me. Un- unless you buy list the channelfiber.com. Unless you buy list the channelfiber.com, of course. All, all bets are off in that case. You, ch- you, you know, I, I'd buy list my, my grandfather's deck to, to channelfiber.com. <laughs> And um, I, I hear that deck's pretty good. As far, word on the street is right, that deck has no pathetic cards. It does. Ha- it has zero pathetic cards. Well, <laughs> actually, right now it has zero cards at all because they're yeah. currently sitting in the Channel Fiber warehouse. <laughs> Piecemeal. <laughs> um, but no, thank you, Milton, for, for your contributions and, and, you know, making the show, helping to make the show what it is. Um, yeah, thank you. For, and, and congratulations on the uh, on the successful uh, custody battle because that, uh, that can't have been easy. Anyway, we've got our last yeah, one here, Dennis. GG no re from Milton. <laughs> Oh, do we got a last one here uh, from James Dennis? Mm-hmm. You ready? You ready to dive in? Let's uh, let's get in and have a listen here. Hello, Riley and Dennis, two-time winner of the Mark Boyd Power Move of the Week Award, Jamez here. As I sat in the catacombs, in the dungeon beneath the castle in which I live, where I schemed to come up with devious power moves, it occurred to me that the the one-year anniversary of Smart isn't about me; it's about you. So I just wanted to give my heartfelt congratulations on a great year. And I hope the following year is, is even better. And you know, when you think about it, the real power move is the friends we made along the way. Oh, so good. Stuck the landing. So Stuck the landing, Jamez. Good. And like, as, as true as that is, the real power moves were the friends that we've made along the way. And what friends we've made, Dennis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't help but feel that he has kind of power moved us a little bit. I want to know what that Outlook email he got 11 seconds into that was. That's, that's <laughs> no, where the you, real power do you know, is. Do you, know, do you know what? I kind of think, I, the more that I think about this, and, and especially after after listening to it, you know, multiple times now, I kind of think he's done us. What do you mean? Because he went in and he said, like, you know. It's, he, oh, it's, by setting up a year of power moves, he hit us with the, the saccharine nice thing at the that's end? That's it. That's it. Oh, and, mm-hmm. and in the middle as well, when he was like, you know, this isn't about me, it's about you guys. I was ready for him to be like he make he makes it sound so self-serving and so self-aggrandizing. Okay, what is what is a power move? A power move is all about making your victim look less powerful or more pathetic or silly or like taking or whatever, right? Than you are. And Jamez here has brought attention to the fact that we look utterly like ridiculous dicks. by just patting ourselves on the back for an hour. Yeah, one of those is going to be the longest episode. <laughs> it's one of the longest episodes we've ever done, right? And most of it has just been us listening to self-congratulatory messages that people have sent in. And James there has held up a mirror to it by being the person that we expected to come in and say, oh, you know, here's a, 
an absolute banger. I'm going to slap you with his power move. Check this out, right? And instead, he's mm. just like, you know what, boys? You deserve this one. And I kind of, feel, I, I kind of sit here feeling like, oh, well, this, what? No, now, I think he's got us, Dennis. I'm okay with this as a power move, dude. I'm okay being a recipient of this one. This feels fine to me. All right. Well, there you go. Dennis has no, <laughs> Dennis has no shame. You can say it's a power move. That's fine. This, this, like, I think we come out on top in this one. You think we, I, I, I think we, I mean, I guess so. I guess so. I just want to give James the credit that, that I think he deserves. No, that's, that's absolutely fair. That's totally fair. But you're, you're saying in this situation where like post power, like even if you recognize that as a power move, even if you recognize that you have been power moved. In the post-match analytics, I think we come out on top. It ain't no thank for you. Oh, well. Well, James, certainly this show wouldn't have been the same without you, mate. Uh, mm-hmm. The the power moves that you've submitted over the uh, over the months. And I know power moves have kind of been sunset a little bit, but it is nice that every now and again one will squeak in, one will sneak in and uh, under the radar there. And I-, I consider myself to have been thoroughly gotten. I don't know if Dennis is trying to save face, but he is... Uh, I- I guess- I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think about the one, the one submission missing from this list, Riley. Where is Mark Boyd? Where is Mark Boyd? Where is Mark Boyd? And what? Where in the world is Mark Boyd? Where in time is Mark Boyd? And what is he plotting? The thing is, because you know it's going to be big. After finding our literal addresses to send us a power move manifesto. If we put, if we take the order we've put this in and we backmask all these audios to think it plays as like, hello, this is Mark Boyd reaching out to, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Do we, we have to put it, so, yeah, we have to put it, like, we have to play it backwards through some kind of filter or something, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there a hidden, if we take the first word of each sentence from all of the people who submitted, you know, does it, does it, does it spell out some kind of hidden Mark message Boyd from our power move overlord? Yeah. I don't know. Mark Boyd, if you're out there, mate, we miss you. Do we miss him? I don't know. I think he just stopped listening to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> he's just moved on. He's just, he's just now listening to Hamish and Andy. It's much better. Um, but thank you, James. Thank you, Milton, Tyrannican, the Dave, Cop Stark, Nicholas. No, sorry, Nicholas. I forgot the established fiction. Lorgorg, Emmett, Alec, I'm Spartacus, and Vamp Demigod. And, of course, every single other listener that we've had, past, present, and I guess future. Yeah. Shout out all the people who are listening to this, like, Ages after. What's up? Oh, oh, dude, you're doing the YouTube comments thing where you're like, comment, like this comment if you're listening in October 2020. Yeah, there like you go. Spirit. What's up? What's up to people listening in November 2021? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Dennis, what a wild ride it's been. Ups and downs, smiles and friends, mate. There's Most been laughs. There's been tears. Has there been tears? tears I, got a little te- I got a little teary. I listened to Milton's message. Yeah. 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 It's been real. It's been more than I thought it would be. On, what do you on, mean by that? On most axes. That's been more fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been more work. Work. It's been more, time <laughs> con- it's been more time consuming. It's been more frustrating than I thought it would be. Yeah. No. But for a light, frothy podcast that we set out to, you know, to make a year ago at, uh, I mean, just, just before Command Fest Seattle mm-hmm. last year, that was our second episode recording that in the hotel room there in Seattle and- uh, the I don't rock know. Wrestles an alligator or whatever it was, wasn't it? Uh, Dwayne Dwayne Johnson fights a crocodile. Yeah, yeah, That's something it. like that. Yeah, but um, I don't know. It's been a lot of fun. Been a lot of fun, D bag. I've enjoyed it. I've had a good time too. But like like you said, it really. I know we joked about it, but I don't think we'd be anything with the listeners. I think this cheese bag would be sadly empty of cheese without you all. This would be the stalest cheese bag that that the world has ever seen. There would be no freshness to the cheese bag, Dennis. Mm-mm. So yeah, 
So I don't think we have Charizard Me River this week. We don't have Charizard Me River this week. But I do think we should do something a little bit special, just bask in the nice in the in the nice little community we created and the nice yeah. little podcast. I mean, have. we haven't, Dennis. If there's one thing we haven't done enough this week, it's right. bask. Right. I think we should play Shine in its entirety. You want you want to listen to Shine from the from beginning to end? Mm-hmm. Just a little a little play us I mean, out play us out, Joakim. Play, play us out, Joakim. <laughs> Thank you to Joakim Karad. Thank you to Channel Fireball for sponsoring the show. Thank you to you, the listener. And I mean, we do say you know we couldn't do it without you. But there's one person, Dennis, that we definitely couldn't do this without. You know, or, as I say, we could just sit here and shout into the void. We could do that. We don't, but we could. But there is one person that Dennis, without without whom this podcast would be impossible. And so I do want to say, I do want to reserve my deepest and most sincere thanks for me because I have to sit okay. here week in All and right. week out and edit out your coughs and burps the music, and farts and keyboard sounds and Slack <laughs> notifications and it's just. I wonder if the fiction is that Joe Concord's a person who lives with you and we only have let him play the first six seconds of his song. <laughs> but you're like, that's enough. Like, that's it. We're done. All right, let Joe come out of his cage. You can do the whole song today. <laughs> <laughs>